Welcome back to Two and the Possible. It's Rashawn. And Miss Melanie. And someone got a notification. <laughs> oh, I am a little tired. I had a very full weekend. That's good. It was very it was very good. Um, and for those of you who are following us on our social media to a possible <laughs> no to AP studios on um, Instagram and to an impossible on Facebook. Um, uh, you got to see all the pictures that I took at C2E2 this weekend. Um, so definitely check that out if you have not already. Um, but yeah, so I was at C2E2 this weekend and it was a blast. So what did you get into? Um, so, you know, it was a three-day con. We got there Friday. Um, and so on Friday, um, got to sit in on a panel, um, for, uh, it was basically around, like, what do you do after Wakanda? So it was about Afrofuturism. And so, you know, after Black Panther came out, you know, we saw a resurgence or, or rather more of a focus on things related to Afrofuturism. There's a lot of more books about it. There's a lot more um, sci-fi stories about it. When I said books, I meant like comic books, but I mean also like sci-fi books written about it. Movies are coming out. And so it was a panel that was talking about how we can use that in a more positive way. The panel itself was interesting. I was hoping that it would delve a little more deeply into what we can actually do to to spark the conversation and not let it stay as one dimensional as it could. And there were some really good points that were actually um, brought up about it because I think sometimes what happens is that um, people don't always put black people into um, the narrative of the future. Like we're always kind of, not thinking of black what what we will look like in the future and so you know that's that's definitely a thing that happens so um dmc was on the panel um and his perspective on it always includes some element of hip-hop so i think that's always interesting because i mean while hip-hop definitely shapes a lot of the culture around how um african americans specifically but black people in general are um, pushed into the narrative. I don't think it always um, plays a role, but he always <laughs> weaves it into the narrative. So that's that's always interesting to hear his perspective. Um, so that was one panel that I was able to send him. So that was cool. Um, and then um, another panel that I sat in was uh, one with Marv Wolfman and George Perez. Um, so they were able to talk about um, just some of the, the things that they've written um, and their history um, with some of the books that they've created and just some tips for creatives looking to get into the industry. Um, and it was really cool hearing from some legends talk about, you know, what it was working um, in, with the different book houses and, and how their creative process, how they work together, um, just how to take good you know, criticism and, and work together to, to make your best product. So that was a really cool panel that I saw in as well. Um, it's just really nice to sit back and, and, and hear from, 
you know, some iconic people who really set the tone for, um, for comics really, and set like uh, the future for where we are now. Um, Marv kind of talked about how he created, you know, that um, superhero that's that's uh, that's deaf and used and uses sign language. Um, so he talked about like how and why he created that, and like how it was so difficult for anyone else to pick it up because it was so much his creation, and how he really encourages other artists to really make characters their own when they, <coughs> excuse me, pick them up, but sometimes that's difficult. Um, but there were also some really great cosplays. Like I said, check out our Instagram, 2AP Studios, um, to see some of the pictures I took, but there were some really, really good ones. Uh, one of the things I didn't realize um, until I got there <laughs> was that there is the World Showcase of Cosplay competition at uh, C2E2. So I was able to watch that and see some of the best cosplays I've ever seen and also get to see the competition. And someone was able to walk away with five, uh, yeah, $5,000 and win the competition. Um, and it was like the world championships. So there were cosplayers from all over the world, Indonesia, China, Australia, France, the UK. Um, then this first, this was the first year that there was a contestant from Africa, um, who happened to be a white lady, but that's fine. But <laughs> it was just interesting. Um, it was just interesting to see that some of the top players, you know, there were only about five people of color, but uh, I guess that's good that there were some people of color, so that was cool. Um, but yes, yeah, the costumes were from all sorts of different genres. Um, the categories ranged from artillery to um, embroidery and just general uh, artistry. So it was really good. Uh, it was really fun to just watch. Um, so I cosplayed, uh, we did a Hamilton one. So it was one of the Styler sisters. Um, then I was Captain Marvel, which was fun because I ran into a Shazam. So we had a Captain Marvel reunion basically. Um, and then I did Snow White. Um, and then on the day that I did Snow White, I ran into someone who was cosplaying Mickey Mouse, like with full on Mickey costume, like the kind you would see at the um, Walt Disney World Park. So that was super cool picture that I got to take. Uh, but yeah, so overall it was a great time. Um, I think I really enjoy C2E2. It's a little smaller obviously than um, NYCC. Um, I don't know the full numbers of how many people were there, but this is their 10th year and they actually sold out one of the days. So, you know, th they call it the little con that could because, you know, it's right in between Emerald City and you know, they, they actually compete a lot with Wizard World, which I think Wizard New World's cons are kind of declining as far as participation and how fans are really reacting to what Wizard World is putting out. So um, that was some of the feedback that I heard from other people who are attending who kind of attend both. Um, so I think Reed Pop's doing a really great job in putting up um, these Comic Cons. And so it's really doing a really great job in putting on a show. So I think uh, overall it was a great time. And I'm looking forward to my next experience at a con. But yeah, it was a great weekend. What'd you do this weekend? Um, I just saw the movie Us on Friday. Chilled, stayed in the house. Nothing eventful. Well, seeing Us sounds eventful. That I hear that movie did excellent at the box office this weekend. It did uh, seventy million. 
<laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's really great. I mean, Jordan is definitely knocking it out of the park. I'm hearing mixed reviews about us, though. Yeah, some people just don't get it. And when you say don't get it, what do you mean? Like, um, people were trying to look for deeper meanings in certain things, but I'm like, it's not really a deeper meaning movie compared to how Get Out was a movie that was... Um, I had a beginning, a middle, and end. Uh, Us is more of a beginning, middle, end, but it leaves it open to go back into the world of Us because even Jordan Peele said he would like to revisit Us in the sequel, possibly in the future. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, he did. Okay, so um, spoilers for those of you who have seen the movie, oh, sorry, who haven't seen the movie and don't want to be spoiled. So obviously um, I don't do uh, scary movies, but I did want to know like what the movie was about. And similar to um, Get Out, I read the Wikipedia because that's what I do for movies that I think are too scary for me. So I love the premise of this. So um, it starts out with her going to this fun house when she's younger and the reveal at the end kind of trips me out. So like, are we sure that she's the same person or not? No, it's like this. If you see the movie and you've seen a lot of horror movies or a lot of movies with twists, you will 100% see this twist coming. Like when, like at what point in the movie are you not sure which one is which? Oh, I knew uh, which was which. Um, as soon as I seen her going to the fun house. What, what like going knew, to the fun house, like when she was little or when she yeah, got when she, older? When she was little. So when so when she came out of the fun house, you knew it wasn't the same girl? Yeah, I knew it wasn't. Oh, okay, all right, okay. I mean, that, I mean, obviously that's not clear from reading it. So, okay. So yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know going into the rest of the movie that that's not the same chick? Yeah, I knew immediately because I'm like, yeah, they switched. Uh, she switched with the other girl because there's another scene in the movie where you go to the flashback and they're talking about her parents are talking with the therapist talking about, Oh, she was gone for like maybe 15 minutes and whatever. And now she's not speaking, talking, anything. I was like, yeah, she got switched because she's the other girl that was down in the underground and she switched places with her. And that's why she's not talking because she didn't know how to talk or anything until they retaught it to her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So okay. Okay. So that adds more context. Yeah. So this was this was so okay. Here's my thing. Like, so the reason I don't like scary movies, it's, it's not, not like scary. it's not the blood in the gore. So what I mean. So okay. So they're in. they My vocabulary is limited, or I'm. I need to find better words to explain. So I say scary, and people think I mean like boo, and I don't mean like jump scares although jump scares also i don't like because i'm generally a jumpy person and i have anxiety so i just i would rather not but i mean like psychological things that will like freak me out for a long time thinking about people not being who they really are like i don't need that in my life <laughs> so like that's what i mean like i don't i don't want to have to like think about doppelgangers all the time because i will because like the way my mind works I'm like always thinking. And so like, I what I enjoy about Jordan and the way he writes and the way he directs is that he creates scenarios that are so realistic 
and yet, you know, fantasy, but like this could happen. Like the government totally could have a whole secret thing creating a thing and then it goes wrong and then they're like, oh well, <laughs> because we don't have enough money to keep it up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm not, it's not past the realm of possibility. I don't know why I say that and then people are like, and yet you don't believe in aliens. And I'm like, yeah, cause there's no basis for that but basis for government experience experiments that they don't fully fund. Yeah. There's a precedent there. <laughs> you don't believe in dinosaurs, right? There's no precedence for that either. Those, oh can my be God. Giant, those could be giant bones. So yeah. So you would believe in giants before you believe in dinosaurs. Correct. A hundred percent evidence is there's precedence. Again, we've stated this already. Where are the giants at? There, there've been written. There's written where, where, where like the at? there. I just explained to you that there's written chronological evidence that people have seen giants. You I'm sorry, that. folks. You see what I deal with every week. <laughs> you can, you can sigh all you want to. Show me an alien. It will be fine. Anyway, right. I'm waiting on. for the moment aliens come down to Earth. Then I'm like, yeah, there you go. There's your proof. Fine. When that day comes, I will gladly say to you, thank you. I am apologized for not believing. Oh. <laughs> but since that day will never come, I don't have to worry. Um, yeah, Us looked, uh, like I said, I think he wrote, I mean, I don't know. How was the acting? Acting was amazing. Um, How was Winston? Uh, Winston was fine. Think of Winston as just a buffer version of Jordan Peele because I felt like Jordan Peele kind of put put Winston as like himself in the movie, and like uh, like okay, this character is kind of like Jordan's personality or something. I was like the corny old guy who like he's like he's like the corny dad you always have. Mm-hmm. And like, but he's also the dude that also went to Howard. So I'm like, hey, um. Uh, Black's still there. <laughs> okay. So, but but then you have um, because you have to have all these characters playing double roles. So you have these kids who are amazing actors. Um, you have young Lapita's character who doesn't need to say anything in the movie at all, but just her expression on her face shows that she can act really really well um Lupita no. sorry i'm just reminded of the fact that isn't only isn't it true that only one of the um only one of the doppelgangers can talk uh uh yeah it's just um Lupita and Lupita's uh doppelganger so isn't that more evidence that she switched with her because yeah. none of the other doppelgangers can talk but if the other doppelganger came out like switch with her and couldn't talk until they retaught her to talk then that's more evidence that she switched with the little girl when she was little and then like so why didn't the little girl teach the other ones to talk because lapita kind of i think um the young one um might have fucked up her uh throat when she choked her out no 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 why when didn't she teach what? any of the other doppelgangers to talk because um, it's like this: when the the when the little girl was getting switched, she got choked out. 
I think she fucked up her windpipe or something because the way she's talking is like it's really really tough for her to talk. Okay. Yeah, so I was like I feel like she damaged her when she um uh when she went to wrap her uh hands around her neck and choked her out in order for her to switch places. Gotcha. Yeah, and like her being young, certain things not and there's no like medical staff or anything like that, so couldn't do anything to her. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But it it's an interesting concept in the movie and and it's just great to see dark skinned black actors in the lead roles of these movies now. So I'm kinda like, yay, and the movie did record breaking numbers, highest uh grossing debut of R rated movie. Um, that's like non superhero or everything else like that. So I'm kinda happy with that one. So I think so the people who I hear saying that they that it got too much hype and they don't see why it's such a big draw and blah blah blah. I think that that's so it's twofold, right? Like I feel like if you went to go see the movie because it, it had Jordan Peele's name on it, then that's that's on you. Like it's not like anybody was like, oh, this is gonna be the best movie you ever saw. Like it was like Jordan Peele's making a horror movie. If you like horror movies, you go to see it. But I feel like. If you put, I mean, I don't know if it was like hyped up like it was going to be the best movie ever. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a horror fan, so I wasn't like super excited, but I know a lot of people were excited because they thought it was going to be another um, Get Out. But it, I think he really tried to say, this is not Get Out. This is not political. This is not about anything else. It's just a horror movie. Um, so I think some people went in with higher expectations, and maybe that's why they're disappointed but it doesn't sound like it was like a bad movie but i'm hearing people like pan it like it was like boring or something no this movie was not boring at all and i i enjoyed every bit of the movie and he kind of can balance certain things out uh very well with um horror and comedy also you have like a lot like a good lighter moments but then it's like yeah that would happen even like um like they even had like a little setup of like the uh, daughter talking about trying to drive the car and everything else like that. I'm saying she wanted to get her um she wants to get her car and um learn how to drive and all that, but then it comes back around into the movie again where it's like, oh yeah, we just had to kill our bet kill our family friends doubles after they already killed them, and each one of them had each had a kill at this point, and they're talking about like. Uh, I'm driving. Um, Dad's legs hurt. Um, you're still handcuffed. Uh, I'm the only one who can drive. It's like no, and I have the highest kill count. Like it's like no, I had the highest kill count because I had to kill the other twin that was already in the house. Oh, so they're having an argument about how many people everyone's killed. That's crazy. <laughs> they they literally have an argument while the daughter's trying to be the one driving the car since the mom's hands are still handcuffed and the dad's leg is really messed up. And they're trying to get on the road. Yeah, because families have arguments like that. That's funny. That's cool. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I hope it continues to do well in the theaters. It will. Um, and it's already, uh, it's I just made I, back his budget. So I just think that it's interesting that there were so many people, like a lot of people, who were just like, I could have waited for this to come out on video or whatever. So I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, obviously, it's doing well in the theater, so those comments aren't really making much traction or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and um, I was more worried, not more about the audience. I was more worried about critics, and the critics um, enjoy the movie a lot. And I'm kind of like, okay, good. That's the only thing I was worried about because you have like people can be like, hey, it was a one hit wonder. That was all. But I'm like, no, it's not. This man knows what he's doing. He, uh, people who have, or usually in like the comedy sphere, really have a good eye for like dramatic roles, horror, stuff like that. And he can really balance it out. So I'm kind of like, I can't can't wait to see like what else he has for us because uh, he has his Twilight series that's about to drop April first, and then he's doing the Twilight new Zone, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Then he also has um, Candyman in the works. Also, I mean, I'd like to see him do something that wasn't horror, but I mean, I guess I'll wait for him to do a regular movie so I can see one of his films. Uh, then watch Keanu. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, he's sticking to what his uh, wheelhouse is. Uh, and, and that's fine. Like I said, I'll wait for him. I mean, maybe somewhere down the line, he'll do a serious film, and I'll see that. And and that's fine. And until then, I'll just be a, a fan from afar and support him in other ways. But uh, yeah, I'll just watch reruns of uh, Keenan Peel and <laughs> Keenan Peel or uh, Mad TV. Yeah. Because uh, I don't do horror, and um, his sense of humor and mine are, aren't, aren't aren't in movies aren't, aren't very similar. But anyways, so that's cool. Um, so Shazam, I think, comes out this week. Um, yeah, I was gonna see it this weekend, but um, uh, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to get to it. I'm definitely gonna see it this weekend. I'm so excited about it. Um, I cannot wait. I think I'm going to love it. The previews make me so happy. Um, I think it's going to be a super fun movie, so I'm super excited. So it's definitely on my palette to come to go and see. So that is on my list. Um, yeah. So Shazam is on my list. There were uh, there was an excellent Shazam costume at CCB2. I posted it to the um, Instagram. And Twitter, so definitely check that out uh, for those of you listening. Um, super, super great costume. Um, this dude was super fit, and he looked great. He looked just like um, Billy Bladson, Batson. Uh, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was really great. And I, I've looked forward to the movie, so I don't know much about the co- the the character to be honest. So I think going into the movie, I would just be able to enjoy it as a film. Yeah. But um, I think from some people who were able to see a preview of it um, this weekend at the con, uh, you know, some people who said that they, you know, know the character intimately, you know, had some issues with some of the things that were changed or or moved around. But besides that, if you go in as a fan of just comic book movies or stories about kids doing what they can with newfound powers that you uh you will enjoy the story as a movie itself it's it's entertaining so i'm looking forward to it yeah i don't mind seeing the second captain marvel movie of the year so (laughs) okay (laughs) what what that's is that what shazam original name is captain marvel I, I, i that's fine i just i think it's I get that, but I don't know why people need to 
continue to bring that up. Like, I think it's it's weird to do that. Like, they lost the copyright to that so many years ago. Yeah, but you got to know the history of the character. So that's. I mean, you, do you though? Like, is it important to the context of where we are now? Uh, yeah. Not really. It doesn't change anything or add value to the context of the situation. But I mean, if it's a cool bit of tidbit of information to share, sure. Yes, he was originally Captain Marvel, and then he, what? I mean, he still is, I guess. But whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. I just think it's funny that like his he would say Shazam and then people thought that that was his name. I think that's hilarious. But and then they were like, oh, I guess we have to call it Shazam now. <laughs> like that part's funny. But I mean, no one knows him as Captain Marvel anymore. You say that, but old uh, comic book fans, like hardcore comic book fans, will always know him as Captain Marvel. That's kind of like why. I get it. I just think like some of the memes that were anti-Captain Marvel, the real one, (laughs) were really pushing that misogyny, using it that like, oh, the real, like the, like, oh, Captain Marvel, like the the other Captain Marvel movies coming out, like as if to say, I don't know, I just don't understand why they're coming out so close to each other. I just thought it was weird that they were both coming out this year, that they were both planned around the same time. Like, it's just, it was interesting choice that DC made. But you know what? More superhero movies for Melanie to go see. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so Avengers is going to be three hours long. I'm so excited. Aren't you excited? For a three-hour and two-minute movie, no. But when it's Avengers, yes. Did you say no? Who doesn't want a longer movie? Like I feel like the some movies drag. Potter movies need to be needed to be longer. Like they cut so much out. Like the first cut of like I think the fourth Harry Potter movie was supposed to be four hours, and they're like, nah, we can't do that. Who said no? I would have sat through a four-hour movie, put an intermission in the middle. And we would be fine. They used to do that back in the day. Like, The Sound of Music has an intermission. My Fair Lady has an intermission. Gypsy has an intermission. Like, I don't know why they think that they can't do this. Like, we pay enough for these movies. We now have theaters that have leather reclining seats where they bring you food and drinks right to your chair. Like, legit, put out three-hour, four-hour movies. People will go and pay money. Like, just do it. If you say so. I did. Uh-huh. But um I I can I can sit through a three hour film if it's a Marvel Avengers movie, no problem. But certain other things I'm like, nope. I remember I seen a Andrew Garfield movie um uh, with what was it? Uh, I think it was uh Adam Driver and uh Liam Neeson. And it was so long to the point where I'm like, I kind of wanted to just hit my head against the chair of the movie theater consistently until I passed out. Because I was like, I can't leave. I'm stuck here. I can't go anywhere. 
There's no escape. You could have left. Stay. Nobody was holding you hostage. You could have left. My ride was there. I was I was stuck. It you was only get home. Um, I'm like seriously, like, that's the only way. And the only reason I even watched the movie because it was during because the movie got nominated for a stupid Oscar. I'm like, I have to watch these movies. I have to watch these movies. And I'm like, ah. it w- it was called um, Silence, and it came out. It was a um, Martin Scorsese movie. It is literally about two priests uh, going to Japan to find one of their priests that was um, there in order to bring him back home. They end up getting uh, tortured abused, stuck in the country itself uh, because of the religion. Oh, that sounds like a loads of fun. Yep. And Not actually. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of long movies. So, okay, so like Lord of the Rings definitely sat through that, loved every second of it. Never watched it. Uh, well, I definitely, The Ten Commandments, is a long movie, but I think that has an intermission. I sat through all of that, love it. Um, hmm. Let's see. Starface is like three hours. People seem to love that movie. Yeah, I've never seen interesting. It. Okay, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Cleopatra with um with uh, uh, Elizabeth Taylor is like three hours long, and that people love that movie. I, I would have sat through that. I mean, I've I've seen that, but it was on TV, so it's even longer. <laughs> um, yeah, all the Lord of the Rings are over three hours. Avatar is like three hours long. People sat through that. Casino, also three hours long. People love that movie. The Green Mile, also three hours long. People sat through that. I mean, I think if the movie is good, it can be over three hours and not a problem. Like, Wolf of Wall Street is another example. Like, I loved that movie. That movie is long as all get out. But the movie is 100% interesting. Right. So as long as the movie is interesting and well-directed and the cinematography is amazing, I think you can have long movies. And like I said, you can do it, especially now when the theaters are like luxury it's like being at home except with amazing sound system wonderful digital cinema digital quality and they bring drinks and food right to your seat like i mean i think the the movie experience is is great and i mean for the price we're paying for these tickets yes i want a longer movie (laughs) i'm all for it i'm all for it i'm super excited and ready for avengers um end game i un- i don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate read this which could be the spoilers of spoil i'm not gonna say it but could be the spoilers of spoilers which basically a rundown of the three acts of the film and i i hope it's not true because then i've like ruined the film for myself but um if it is true it sounds like this is gonna be an amazing movie um but yeah, uh, I read this spoiler um, from Reddit, and it sounds like we're in for a ride. But it could just be, you know, 
some fan fiction. So we'll see. But do you think we'll see Lady Death in uh in this movie? Uh I have no idea because I don't trust any of the promotion. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. The Russo brothers are great at that. Removing people, adding things, taking things away, showing us clips that aren't in the damn movie. No, I wouldn't be surprised if the whole damn trailer was just a lie. No, not the whole trailer. That's a waste of money. I mean, I guess they're they hemorrhage cash, so not hemorrhage. I mean, they like they have money to over money when these movies come out, so they can do whatever they want. These but, movies have made them eighteen billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, so they can do whatever they want. But that would be I would be annoyed. Like how you all show us these white suits and then they never wear white suits. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. That would be hilarious if that scene of them all walking <laughs> and we never see them walk down that corridor in the in the white suits. We're like, hey, where 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 are the white suits that nope, the suits are never white. Not once. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, all right. So you tell me that there's gonna be a craft reboot? Yeah, with um from Bloomhouse. Blumhouse. Okay. Tell me more. That's all I know. They're and they're starting to shoot in July. Did you see the original? I haven't seen it in forever. But I've seen it once. Is it gonna be with the original cast? No, it's a reboot. I mean, you could still have the original cast and they're doing other things or being older versions of themselves. Uh, possibly. Oh, one well, one person doesn't fucking age at all. Yeah, so she could still be in it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like, okay. It's it's a good possibility of like seeing something. Um, in the modern of like, it's a cult classic. So I'm like, okay. So there, was a, there was a meme going around that was saying you can tell a lot about a person by what they know Tim Curry from. So I'm going to ask you, what is the first thing you remember seeing Tim Curry in? Rocky Horror. That's the Really? That's the first thing that comes to mind? That's the first thing that comes to mind. Wow, interesting. Okay. I could I could have been like uh Palpatine, Star Wars uh cuz he was the voice of Palpatine for the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. 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 I'm like I'm like I'm not like a like I could also be like Pennywise, but that's about it. Gotcha. Yeah, so my um my, so my the first thing I would say was going to would would be um would also be Rocky Horror Picture Show. But the second thing, or on the same level, would be Rooster from Annie, the um, the original Annie from the 70s. Um, he played uh, he played the um, the orphanage uh, leader, uh, the orphanage lady's brother. Um, and that's, uh, he's saying Easy Street, and that's like what I really remember him from. Mostly musicals, because I love his voice. 
But yeah, oh, and I we didn't talk about this last week, but I wanted to. Um, how many chuggas to a choo choo? Wait, what? <laughs> so there was this guy, and he said that his um his preschool teacher for his son only said one chugga to a choo choo. So she would go chugga choo choo instead of like chugga chugga choo choo or like how many how many times do you say it? I think you should say eight. Sixteen. I'm sorry, what? Sixteen. Sixteen chuggas? Mm-hmm. What kind of train is this? Chugga 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 choo choo. No, your train is not going. You cannot. What are you? Is now bored. Chugga 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 chugga. That's too much. You want to have some choo choos in there? It's like off tempo. If you don't throw some choo choos in there, sixteen times. Sixteen is too much. Anyways, that well. Anyways, so this um somebody created a um uh what's it called a alignment. Um, <laughs> an alignment chart for ch for the chuggas, and based on the alignment number, based on what you just said, you are lawful. You are um chaotic evil <laughs> because your number of choo chuggas is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and based on mine, I am uh, lawful good. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> I just I'll, I'll post it on the uh, on the Instagram. But I I was just like I think it's hilarious um, that like it started a whole discussion all over the internet last week. So I wanted to ask what you thought. But sixteen is way too much. Like <laughs> like that's like no no kid is sitting around waiting for sixteen chuggas. Like that's that's too much. Hmm. I was. I also think that anyone with an odd number of chuggas is a is a psycho because it's got to be even number. Mm, okay. Yeah, you got to be even number. <laughs> All right. So switching the news real quick. So uh, I don't know how much more we're gonna get on the college scandal, but Dr. Dre should have just sat there and ate his food. Because nobody asked you, and you put yourself out there for no reason. So Dr. Dre comes out, and he's like, my daughter got in because she's smart. Mm, okay. But you also donated to the school right before she went into high school, which could have had nothing to do with nothing. And she could have decided, like, she could have applied to, like, seven other schools besides the one you donated to, but ended up going to the one that, and, and got into all the ones she applied to, sure. But we don't know, right? We don't know the whole story, but you know, people on the internet- He deleted gonna, the post. I, of course he did, cause it wasn't a good look. I mean, people were dragging him, dragging him. Oh. But to his thing, at least he did it the old fashioned way. Oh, <laughs> uh, like white people? I mean, not just white people. Black people have been donating to schools, too. 
I'm just saying. $70 million. You have money as well. (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying. $70 million. His daughter was going to that school regardless. He didn't care. He was like, she might have wanted to go to a different school and maybe he would have been cool with that. We don't know the whole story, which is why he should have sat there and ate his food. He opened up a can of worms he didn't need to open, trying to be cute. Uh huh. Just a mess. But uh, he learned his lesson today. True. Or this weekend. He could just he could have been quiet, take his eight hundred twenty-five million dollars he has, and just chilled out. Listen, all of that. I was like, sir, nobody asked you. <laughs> Nobody was coming at you. Nobody said nothing. And now she got to be at school and people are going to be like, well, we know why you're here. You know what I mean? Like, just added. I mean, I'm sure people already knew, but like just adding extra must to fuss for nothing. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Aunt Becky's children are still at the school. I thought they dropped out. They did not drop out. They're still so enrolled. Why, all the news articles were saying they dropped out. She, oh. They're still enrolled. Oh, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they're at the school. But they're still enrolled as an A. They're still students there. They are not not students yet. But that doesn't mean that they're at the school. They could be on like roll calls, but that doesn't mean that they're like on the campus. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. They already live in California. They live close enough already. Yeah, but that doesn't just because they show up in like a system. Doesn't mean that they are stupid. You know, I whatever. I'm not. Unless you're, it. if you're not out the system, you're still student. That's fine. But if you're not going to classes, I mean, whatever. I don't. I'm not putting salt to that. I mean, that doesn't hold salt with me. Like, they're. I'm pretty sure they're not attending classes. Mm-hmm. But some students don't attend classes until it's time to take the finals. I mean, I don't know what kind of schools you've been going to, but uh, attendance usually counts for part of your grade. Mm. <laughs> well, at least it did a BAPSIN. <laughs> like, you couldn't just, like, show up on the final day. Like, that's... I mean, any degree that's worth this salt would not allow you to just show up to take the test. Like, that's not how that works. But I don't know how US, right. how USC works, so I don't know. And those girls weren't really going for a degree. They were just going there for the experience. I don't know. I think the older sister actually wanted to go to school. It was the younger one who was talking about how she didn't want to go. Yeah, no. They kind of both blame their mother for all this. But I'm like, yeah. I think one of y'all didn't know. The other one definitely knew. I mean, I think all the students are a little complacent. Yeah, Um, but. The ones, yeah, but the ones that are like right now, like, are still in school, but it's like we didn't know our parents did this or whatever. And then it's like, well, now you have some students like depressed, suicidal, and you have um, other ones that are right now about to be taken out of the school and taken out of schools and like, hey, um. You're getting out. You're getting kicked out because of all this mess. I, I mean, I can understand the school standpoint. One, it, it makes the schools look horrible. Two, I'm so I feel sorry for the students who like maybe got to school and then actually started to put work in. 
but like it's 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 not a good look. There and are then you it it makes sense for them to say, hey, we have to rescind your application because it was on faulty pretenses. Like that makes sense to me. No, they're but, they're even talking about rescinding uh degrees of people who've already graduated. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's a little bit too much. All right, they've already been to your school. They paid you all their money. They got their damn degree. You can let them slide, but I'm like, come on, just like you can't just like, hey, uh, we're sending your uh degree. It doesn't count anymore. I mean, if they finished all their classes. Yeah, I'm like, they've already finished everything and they've already graduated. Yeah, if they passed their classes and stuff. Then I mean, I don't know. That's. That's yeah. a bit much. I mean, but like if they're currently enrolled, then okay, fine. But like if they graduated, I mean, eh, I don't know about all that. But I mean, I get it. I understand the thought process, but that seems a bit drastic. <laughs> I mean, because they've already. Oh, can you imagine though? Because I mean, that's just a lot. Like you lied to get into the school, then you use the degree that you got at the school that you faked your way into to get a really good job, and then I mean, it's just a snowball effect. You know what I mean? Like. Ugh. Uh, my question will be, uh, are you going to pay me my money back? Nah, you faked your way in here. You don't get the money back. I I earned this degree. I still got the grades. And if you try to nah, return my... I wouldn't give you I wouldn't give you a cent back because you ruined the reputation of the school. Nah. Nope. No money back. No money back. And no degree back. Uh, nah, I, would, I mean, I don't know. I think if that... I mean, I think... Asking for the degree back is, is is a lot, but I wouldn't expect them to pay them back anything. They broke the law. Like, it's, I'm, I don't know what law it is. I'm sure there's some kind of law that would have been broken. And I think whatever the, whatever the cost of that is would be, I don't know. I wouldn't give them any money back, though. Um, oh, speaking of schools. It's really creepy and sad that we've had three suicides related to the Parkland shooting survivors. I wouldn't be surprised if there wouldn't be any more. Um, I don't understand what's going on, but it's really eerie. Like what? Like what? <laughs> I just I don't understand. Wasn't it just the anniversary? Yes, but I mean, like stuff like that doesn't go away. You like you didn't. They didn't like some people just didn't get the proper help they needed in certain ways of being like being able to talk to a therapist, talking to someone about how they're feeling, and some of them are going straight into college, getting overwhelmed with classes and stuff like that, and it just sends them into but one of them was a I know one of us was a parent, and I'm just saying it was just the anniversary. So a parent is like, "Hey, it's been a year, and stuff like that happens. Like people get depressed, and around that time of day of something else. Like I have a friend who get I have to console and talk to around this time of the year because she lost her son." Years ago, but it's always around the date close to her birthday, and she always needs some type of consoling for her not to be as suppressed as she is when it gets around the date. So I'm like, someone's not getting enough help talking to someone, they get depressed, and it can be a dark moment, 
and they took their life. It can be, it can, it can, it's just something that can eat away, it can eat away at a parent. You think it's as simple, yeah, sorry, not simple, but you think it's just that. You don't think it's anything sinister. No. Okay. It's just, it's just depression. All right. So you think it's just depression, not just, but you think it's depression and related to specifically to dealing or not being able to deal with the event and not something else. Yeah, I think it's just that. I'm like, okay. I'm, not, I'm not looking into it as like some something sinister or anything else like that. I'm just like looking I, at. I think I I hear that, but I it's I I don't know. It just it's not sitting well with me. Um, for it to be so. Because I feel like when after the first suicide, people would look in on the other on people would be looking in on people. So I just I don't know something some don't smell right. I see it as like this. I could see some don't smell right. Me, I can see it like this. The first suicide happens, and then it's like someone else from the school is like that might be the way to go. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. And, and if anyone is ever thinking that way, I, I would hope that they would reach out to someone close to them or a hotline or, you know, their, their place of solace or if they are a believer to their, their church family, because I feel like it, that's not the answer. It's definitely not the answer. There are people and places that can help you. And it's so sad for us to think that someone, it was so difficult for someone that they didn't want to exist anymore. Like that just hurts my heart so much. Um, and I understand how depression can be so heavy, but to just, it's just so sad. So if you need help or if there's you know, something that's too much, just, you know, get the help you need, reach out. And I know sometimes that's hard. And it, I mean, it's also hard sometimes to like know the signs too. But like, if you see someone who looks like they might need something, even just offering them, you know, the number of someone to call or, or just letting them know that you're there to listen and just listen um, can be helpful. But yeah, that, I just thought that was crazy and something's not sitting well, but we'll, Hopefully we don't hear any more about that. Switching gears real quick though. Um, the Disney merger went through last week. And Anastasia is now a Disney princess. You're so hyped. I am so excited. And so uh. I mean, I I mean, I don't know if they're gonna do anything about it because it's not like they made it's not like they like engulfed uh leia and made her like special within the princesses but it would be really cool if they like reissued the anastasia movie um because i really like that movie it's actually pretty good um it was actually pretty well done it would be cool to see an anastasia um re-release and to have her join the other princesses that would be cute yeah you can just do another record ralph movie Mm -hmm. Yeah, and have her 
have her pop in there. That'd be cool. But I'm happy about the merger. Someone was saying, oh, I think you posted it. And you should have posted it to the page, too. Um, that it'd be cool if at the end or somewhere in the end games, uh, Deadpool popped in. Yeah. Since he's the only one that survived the merger. What do you mean? Uh, he's the only X-Men character, uh, X-Men franchise that is actually coming over. Uh, oh, he's the only one safe. Included. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, he's the only one safe. Everyone else is getting recasted. Right, 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 right. Right, because yeah. right, Ryan Reynolds is, I'm sorry, Deadpool. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. <laughs> For all intents and purposes. From beginning to end. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so it would be cool to see him in, like, even an end credit scene. Yeah. You, you know what would be interesting, though? It'd be really interesting to see him now as, like, oh, yeah, he gets to work with his ex-wife again. Who's his ex-wife? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, the, oh, that, wait, what, really? Yeah, they were, yeah. They were a thing for a long time. Before he met Blake, before he got uh, divorced and went with Blake Lively. Oh, I think that's when I like ScarJo. I used to have, I used to like have a, I used to really, really love her, and then something changed, and maybe it was when she lost the Reynolds in her life. No, she's still fine. She's still. I, I didn't say she was okay. So let me. I don't know if you heard what I said. <laughs> I didn't say um, anything about her attractiveness. <laughs> I didn't mention anything about her looks. <laughs> See your, you should see your twin brother. Yeah, he's cute too. I I wasn't talking about her looks and. Oh no, I I know you're talking about her personality and everything else like you're that. Such a dude! Oh my god, I'm not talking about her looks at all. Scarlett Johansson hasn't lost the edge that she has had since she's kept the same edge since um her and uh. Chris Evans were trying to skill uh, high school test scores and perfect score. I think her acting wise, she's always been the same. I just, I was referring to other things, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. So final thoughts <laughs> before we wrap this up, since we've been chatting for a bit. Um. Okay. This might actually take a while. So, Cardi. Uh. Started a bit of a tizzy, I guess, on the interwebs. Um, and I don't know the full context of it because I, I didn't I didn't get too deep into what she actually said versus what the internet is going berserk about. But apparently she said something to the effect, and I, I probably should go back and actually listen to it to make sure is what she actually said versus what the streets are talking about. But that when she was a stripper. She used to, you know, ply her um, clients with drinks and then, you know, run them for their stuff when they were intoxicated. But I feel like everyone's familiar with the stripper hustle and that's not like a new thing and that she's pretty much talked about that in like all of her songs. Like if you listen to like her first two mixtapes, like she basically talks about taking money from dudes. So like, I'm not why, sure why people are surprised or angry or shocked, but I understand the conversation about double standards that are happening because people are like, 
if a dude was like he drugged or got people drunk and then stole from them or took things from them, people would be up in arms. And I'm like, but is it the same or is it not the same? Because was she like drugging them or were they like willing participants? I'm not sure. Or what's the difference between uh, how about this uh, 50 Cent when he was a drug dealer robbing people with a gun and what she did when she was younger in the streets. They all right. got a pass. They all got a pass. Right. He was an active drug dealer, but now he's a steady businessman who is also a bit of an ass. <laughs> he's a bit rude. Um, Greatest troll in the world. The biggest troll. Trolliest troll. But like, she is like, she's been real. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not condoning her behavior. Let me be very, very clear. Um, I don't know what that life is like, so I can't speak to it. Um, but like, and I'm not going to be like, well, if those men weren't in that position, they wouldn't have gotten their money stolen. Because I mean, I'm not going to quote unquote victim blame. But like, I'm just not understanding the people who are shocked and awed. Like she legit has been talking and saying these things from jump. So this isn't new. And if you were gonna quote unquote cancel her, oh, you should have done that a year ago or two years ago at this point. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that. Did you have any thoughts on it? Um. Uh, I'm just like, it's in her past, whatever, she did it, she didn't do it, it's nothing like, it's not nothing too damaging to her career, or uh, anything at this point, um, she's fine, she's about to trademark her uh, catchphrase, um, she said she's about to do a book about her life, so I'm like, okay. Just keep doing what you're doing, Cardi. Um, yeah, so I guess the thing about it is people are like, if she was a dude, um, that you know, it would be a bigger deal, and that the double there's a double standard that exists when women um do things versus when men get accused of things and that it's unfair. Jay-Z used to rob people with a knife in the streets. We gonna forget about that? I mean, I think a lot of people have. He literally talks about certain things of drugs in his album still about back in the day. So, like, come on. Like, you have a whole third thing of gangster rappers who did things in a day, but they have been changed people. She's 26 years old. God, let it go. I mean, I'm going to say, I don't think your age absolves you of things. And I don't think that, you know, the past is always the past. But, um, yeah, in this instance, okay, I think it's a case-by-case basis for me. Um, but... I, yeah, I mean, in this case, obviously I am. I think, though, the cancel culture is very subjective. <laughs> it's so weird, and the space that we're in with the internet. I think that's why American Gods is such an interesting show. Oh, excuse me, because I feel like 
it touches on so many different things about how we consume um, the things that are around us versus the old way we used to do things and how sim how there's similarities in what we quote unquote worship or pay homage to or give our time and energy and money and preference to. It's so interesting and I'm really enjoying the show so far this season um, and I'm looking forward to how they're going to craft it. So are you enjoying the show so far? So you've only watched the first two episodes this season? I don't know how that helps you answer the question I just asked. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it. I'm just asking you how far you got into it. Right, but are you enjoying the show? I said yes. Okay, then that's yes. And yes, I've watched the first two episodes and I'm halfway through the third episode. So what do you think so far? I just said that I'm enjoying <laughs> <I'm, laughs> to me. <laughs> I just said I'm really enjoying the show so far. How are you enjoying the show? Like I don't, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> All right. I I am asking you a question because I'm feeling like you um since episode two and you saw all that stuff with the flashbacks. What do you think it was trying to tell you? What do I think who was trying to tell me? The flashbacks. Shadows past. I mean, I think it's interesting that we don't know who his father is. Um, but I think that we, from the beginning, we knew that there was something special about Shadow. Mm -hmm. So I think that now that we're given a hint, I love the storyline of him and his mother and the things that she instilled in him and the fact that she kept saying that I put the light in you, that you have this light in you um, and we don't know who his father is. And then, so right now in the part where I am in the um, season three, we're talking about Zeus and how Zeus has uh, Zeus Philanders. So I, I mean, I don't know who his father is, but I'm assuming his father is a God of some sort <laughs> that, you know, came and left or or a demigod perhaps i don't know that was my first thought was that um was that uh shadow's father was either a god or a demigod and um and and then he had to leave or or he was a human that may have been endowed with powers or something and then was killed for stepping out of line or something of those sorts but i, I mean I, I thought that we established in the first season that there was something special about um about shadow because he uh he was able to withstand so much and because wednesday picked him specifically i was intrigued by sorry spoilers for whoever apologies um whoever i want to know who handed him the coin i want to know who gave him the coin like was it his father <laughs> like like who gave him the coin um, and then what does his mother die of? Did she die of AIDS? Wait. <laughs> so you really don't... Nah, I can't say it now because I feel like it's kind of obvious. You can't say things. what? It's kind of obvious of certain things of like who his father is. Why is it obvious? What am I missing? Who do you think gave him the coin? You think the leprechaun is his dad? No. You think Wednesday gave him the coin? Yes. I mean, the voice sounded like Wednesday. Who does? But, who else besides 
Shadow does the stupid trick with the damn coin. It's not a stupid trick. It's a really cool trick. Yes, but who else does it besides him? Wednesday. Um, why? Why is why is Wednesday thinking he's he's so important that he picks Shadow to be the one thing that he needs people to believe in? Shadow. I mean, I guess. It's so obvious that he's Wednesday's son. I suppose. But why does his mother think he's dead? His mother doesn't think he's dead. She's just saying that to Shadow so she does he doesn't go looking. Mm, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that does interesting into another thing. If Shadow is Wednesday's child, I want to see how he's going to react to Wednesday's other kids because he is Thor. He, I mean, like, he has, like, what? You have, like, Thor, you have Loki. Is Shadow one of them, or is he another child of uh, Odin? I mean, Odin has lots of kids, doesn't he? Exa- uh, yeah, but I'm like you, like, you know, like, the big names, like Thor and Loki. And Hera, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, so you have, like, it could be one of them, or he could be another child. That was just out there. Do we know for sure? I mean, yeah. So he gives him the coin, but does that necessarily mean that that's his dad? I'm, I'm, I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure that's his dad. That's his dad. It does. I mean, he could be the guy who gave him the coin, but I don't know if that's his dad. Hey, I'm like, mom. She want to meet your father. Odin. It's he's he's like he's the only one that one hundred percent. Believes in shadow without any hesitation. I mean, his his wife also believes in him. Yeah, but well, you haven't finished up with three, so yeah, I'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's his dad. Yeah. I don't know if he's there yet. But yeah. I definitely think that Shadow's father has some kind of other quality to him but i loved the story of him and his mother but i'm very i was very saddened by how he probably like the death of his mother is what turned him against the gods um that was sad but i but it does parallel how a lot of people deal with the death of loved ones um you know they often blame God. <laughs> um, so I, 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 like I said, I'm really enjoying how this show is being written and taking the story further from how it was in the book and really examining uh, gods in America. So yeah, really, really liking it a lot um, and, and really enjoying it and uh, looking forward to Good Omens too. Um, that's going to be excellent when that comes out. Um, so yeah, it's been another great evening of conversation, sir. It's been an awesome evening of conversation. So, uh, for those of you listening, this podcast is always enjoyable if you reach out and let us know what you want to hear about or if you comment on what we've talked about 
We'd love to hear your reviews. So, you know, hit us up on, um, I guess, iTunes, leave a review, um, leave some comments wherever you listen to the podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback so we can improve and get better as we continue to do this little show. Um, you can also leave uh, comments and feedback on our Instagram, 2AP Studios, on our Twitter, 2AP Studios as well, or on our Facebook, 2 and a Possible. Um, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay awesome. Peace out.